What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I'm going to take a look at right now is Blow the Man Down. Now, this one comes from Amazon Studios. It is directed by Daniel Cruddy and Bridget Savage Cole. And this one uh, tells the tale of two sisters, Mary Beth and Priscilla Connolly. They have a gruesome run-in with a stranger in their small little town one night. And so they commit a crime, basically. I don't want to tell you the crime, though, just in case if you want to keep some of the plot details hidden. But they're trying to conceal their crime, and in the midst of doing so, they run into several people in this town, and they start to uncover the dark secrets that are just on the underbelly of this town that they've been living in for their whole entire lives, and their world is going to be flipped upside down knowing this information. So, uh, you know, going into this movie, I didn't really expect much. I never even heard of it, but I'm glad that the wonderful people at... Amazon Studios and even the PR company here in the local DFW area are pushing out these smaller films so we can give them a little bit of coverage in the midst of all the circumstances that are happening right now. Uh, I'm just glad to to do that. So whether it be good or bad, I'm glad to push this out there for you just in case if this is something you want to watch while you're staying at home. So this does hit uh, Amazon Prime uh, today, uh, March 20th. And I'm happy to report that I liked it. it. It's a good little movie. It's an hour and a half. It gets in and gets out. You know, it's just a, a nice little story to watch if you're, you know, looking for more like adult, you know, entertainment and you want kind of like a murder mystery, kind of crying caper in this like small little town that seems like it's, you know, uh, apart from the rest of the world. It's just like its own separate little universe. I think you'll like it. So uh, a few things I liked about this movie the most that I really want to kind of kind of highlight uh, one, I like this kind of approach of starting the movie with these these fishermen, these seamen, kind of belting out these like sea adventure songs, you know, like the the fables of the sea, if you will. They're belting it out, and like it sounds pleasant to the ear. And I was wondering where the directors were going with it. And I think once my dumb brain started kicking in, I started to realize that when you when you hear fables or you listen to stories or you hear these songs of people out at sea being triumphant and coming home and uh, conquering the day, sometimes these songs and these stories have like a really sinister and disturbing kind of undertone to it. And a lot of that is not really expressed in like fables or songs as much because you want to be, you know, you want to look like the hero the entire time. You want to look like everything went perfectly swell, but maybe their adventure had some bumps in the road and maybe it doesn't look like it what it seems type of deal so as these kind of fishermen were being interjected into the story you know belting out their tunes i was like this totally goes with the story it's very parallel to what is happening because this town also has this innocence to it it has this kind of false blanket around it and then when people actually get in there and they start like uncovering stuff and being their own like private investigator and seeing what's going on, it's really disturbing sometimes. So I thought that was a nice play on the director's part. Once again, took me a while to comprehend it because, you know, I'm a dum-dum. But once I did, I thought that was really an interesting way to um, uh, kind of start your story. And also, this town is near the the seacoast. So once again, that makes sense for that too. It just, um, it, it's a different, uh, you know, kind of unique opening to a film, but I really enjoyed it. The second thing I really liked was the cinematography. And now what I'm about to say is not a dig at the movie, but it, it is a um, a token of appreciation because I thought it was an interesting approach to do this. But this film looks homemade. It looks low budget. It looks like it's 
was shot in five days and they just had to pick out shots really quickly to establish, you know, the uh, scene setup or emotions in the character, get a couple takes and move on. And I like that because it adds so much personality to the film. It stands out as a low budget movie, but it just looks like it's, it's just inspirational because I'm a filmmaker. I'm sure there's many filmmakers that watch movies like this and you're like, wow, this is actually really inspiring. It looks like this budget was so small. They had to just work with it, what they work, but they're kind of like off the cuff and looseness to this film it just adds so much personality to the story itself and the town that they're in. Since it has kind of like this low budget feel, it feels more down to earth. It feels more raw and kind of unfiltered. Um, and it just makes this community and this town stand out more. Therefore, it feels like a real community. It doesn't even feel like a set or anything. It feels like these are real people inside of this real town going through all these situations. And I thought the visual component of this movie worked for that. It helps it. So, yeah, it looks low budget, but I like that. It, it has like this kind of like down to earth feel to it, and it really just complements the story. So, I really like the cinematography in this quite a bit. Um, another thing I liked was the score. It the score to me was very weird. It was abnormal. It was unconventional. It was disorienting. It was random. It was strange. I don't know what else other like what other word to describe it as. That it was just it was just in your face. It wasn't overbearing, but it was just complimenting the scene and making you feel kind of um, confused, also kind of like kind of scared for the characters in the moment, whether uh, they were going through something kind of gruesome or emotionally stressful. The score was always on top of playing something that was matching the scene, but it was doing it in a weird and unexpected way. So when it would kick in, your ear was hearing it and you're like, this score is just, it's standing out, but it's not like, it's not overtaking the singing. And I, I was kind of like bobbing my head to it and like kind of figuring out like what the, the kind of like, um, this time signature was. I was like, is this like four, four, eight, eight? Like I couldn't even like decipher, but it was, it was, it was cool though. Cause it stands out as being something, you know, mysterious and alluring. And you're like, it's just, it's kind of like oddball, but it stands out. It has its own kind of unique voice and it just complements the story once again every little component component kind of sticks out but it all kind of fits together in this weird cohesive way so i enjoyed the score uh the acting all around is is pretty good um let me pull up the names here real quick because there's a lot of people i am not aware of so i apologize i'm gonna try to get your names down as best as i can the two sisters uh so uh sophie lowe and morgan sailor they were good. Uh, they were good as sisters. Uh, both of them had different personalities. They didn't even seem like sisters, uh, but that's what I liked about it because they were able to kind of hone in their character traits and really just kind of explore that in their own kind of performances and stuff. But they were still, um, uh, they were still good together as like siblings, and you can definitely see that sisterly love, even though they were so vastly different from one another. Like for instance, me and my brother were two completely different people. But if you were to get us together and talk to us, maybe you could see some similarities. I think that's where I was trying to um, to get down there. But yeah, they were great. Uh, June Squibb is in this. She's always a delight. Uh, and then when you see her at the end of the film and you see a different context in her character after you know all this information, I kind of wanted to see more of it because I was like, June Squibb could really just like turn on the, the evil in her eyes and I love it. 
Uh, Margot Martindale is in this, and she also is the type of actress that has range to where in one scene she could be like very loving and very welcoming and warming um, uh, to people, and then the next scene she could totally flip on you. You don't want to mess with her, and that is just the range that she has, and she definitely delivers her character uh, like that as well. Um, Gail Rankin is also in this. I, I've seen her in a lot of other stuff. Um, so when she popped, I was like, oh, her, I recognize her. She was also really great as someone who was stuck in this situation, you know, in this town where she doesn't really have like a family or people to go to. People always kind of rag on her and she is under the control of certain people in the town to where she can't escape, um, and kind of move on and do her own thing and just run away. And so she was really great because she had a lot of emotional baggage to her and she was just trying to figure out how to get out of this terrible situation. And towards the end, she really kind of steps up and defends herself and um, takes charge. And I, I really like that kind of like character arc that she was dealing with. But yeah, I, I liked every everyone in this movie. They really felt like they were a community. They really felt like they were in this town going through this little uh, adventure that we were following them on. So uh, yeah, the only thing I really didn't like was, you know, when you get these screeners, they have watermarks uh, with your email address or your name. The watermark was in the middle of the screen, so it was a little hard to get past that, you know, after the first 15, 20 minutes to really get into the movie because uh, it's quite distracting. But other than that, that's the only thing I really disliked about it, but I'm not going to put that towards the movie. That's just, you know, it is what it is in that situation. So, yeah, if you're looking for, uh, you know, something to, like, the likings of like a Fargo or something. It's not as darkly comedic, but it kind of has like that, the personality of the town and the characters and this murder is happening and people are trying to solve it and people are, are uncovering other people's dark secrets and stuff. I, it kind of had like a, a, like a Fargo vibe to it. So if you're looking for something like that, you know, more adult entertainment. So you're not like playing kids shows and stuff while you're being quarantined and stuff. I think this is the movie for you. Check it out on Amazon Prime. I quite dug it, so I'm going to give Blow the Man Down a B. So what did you guys think of the movie, or have you even heard of it? Please comment below my face and let me know. Like this video, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get updates on when I review anything. And that will do it for this review, guys. I also review stuff for DallasMovieScreenings.com. Go check out that website. This will go on there as well. But that will do it for this review, guys. I am Chase Lee, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.